do speak the truth. And welcome back to Geeks with Kids, your weekly podcast about all things geek. No, I changed this tagline like two weeks ago. What is it? Uh, you're the internet's favorite geeky podcast from a parenting pod uh, point of view. Yeah, that's the one. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. And this week I'm joined by Steve and Mark. Yay. <laughs> we can fix that in post, right, Eric? Yeah, yeah everything's every. Uh, yeah, I'm totally going to edit and um, change everything in here to make it but, all sound better. By that, cool. he means delete us, Steve. That's funny. <laughs> and, and by that, I mean just release it without editing it. <laughs> I'll put the theme music on at the beginning and put it on at the end, and we're good. You know, that whole thing. I feel like a lot of posts podcast do that yeah we edit no we uh um i have a i i really want to do transcripts which sounds like a pain in the butt um but one day you know why don't we all just like run dragon naturally speaking or something and then it'll record it yeah that sounds like uh a lot of work whoa what's going on i'm sure that is a lot of work yeah but that's okay um yeah uh sorry uh listeners listener um <laughs> for we haven't recorded and or we haven't posted in like three weeks i was gonna post the podcast last week but instead we ended up going to a screening me and steve <laughs> did very exciting some <laughs> of us did yeah well it was a last minute one um we were talking to, i was talking to april about it and there's like yeah it, it happened last minute and we're like we're glad people came they only had like 20 people there yeah it was oh, quite wow. tight it was a very small group mm-hmm. yeah but it was a gorgeous, gorgeous screening room, and Great the food venue. was delicious. Yeah, that was a very nice presentation. Truffle fries, man. Truffle fries. <laughs> they were great. Um, so getting back to the so, show. No, yeah, so for those who didn't um, who didn't follow my, my random Twitter slash Instagram posts um, that night, we went and saw um, the premiere for Absentia, which is a thriller Crime. produced by Stanic Attic. Yes. Yep. Crime, crime thriller-ish thing, um, produced by Santa Caddick, who also stars in it. She was on Castle, and she's been in a bunch of other things like Quantum of Solace. Yeah, that movie, that James Bond movie. Oh, really? I forgot and that. Some, uh, yeah, she was a uh, she was that uh, girl at the end. They talk about um, I don't remember. She she's like a Russian lady, okay. which is good because she you know she speaks Russian, so you know that helps. Yes, in real life. Um, yeah, so we went to the premiere. Uh, we got to sort of meet her. She sat in front of you, Steve. Well, she yeah, she for, she came out to for a little bit <laughs> to, to, to speak, you know, on um, on the show and and uh, just give a very brief intro. But uh, yeah, no, it was nice for her to come out and to introduce things. Yeah, um, because um, we since we we're at the premiere, the uh, the actual episode, the the well, the actual series uh, was aired nationwide in Canada on january 21st which was last sunday Mm -hmm. and it's actually premiering in the states on amazon prime video on february 2nd oh wow oh that's great so we get it first but they get it all at the same time they They get get all of the episode yeah Yeah. unlike us who have to wait like suckers Mm -hmm. my question is will it be is it on amazon prime in canada as well nope nope this is gonna (laughs) this is a showcase uh deal so uh, so yes, uh, yeah. Thank you, Showcase, for letting us go and see it and giving us little sliders and truffle fries uh, and and a really cool hourglass. <laughs> so anyway, so this show, um, I guess I'll do a little premise. It's uh, it talks about where it talks about it. Uh, it's about FBI agent Emily 
Burn? Burn. Burn? Yes, Burn. Who was, um, who disappeared while she was hunting a uh, serial killer. She was declared dead. And then six years later, they found her in a cabin in the woods uh, with no recollection of where she had been for the last six years and what had happened to her other than, you know, getting beat on and drowned and stuff. Um, and the mystery goes from there. Yeah. With the added because complication they- that everyone in her life had moved on and now she's, uh, you know, a woman out of time. <clears throat> and, mm-hmm. and the ramifications of her disappearance are are, are striking in that her family and uh, her husband is remarried and, you know, she has a child who doesn't doesn't know her. And so that that's really the added layer that I think is uh, makes the well, show a bit al- more unique. There's also the serial killer was in jail at the time. Yes. Uh, when she was captured and like he called her, husband. I guess. Ex-husband. Husband, ex-husband. I don't know. That that's a weird, mm-hmm. um, tricky situation. And uh, so the whole series is basically her trying to find out who did what to her, who did all of that to her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So too long, didn't read. What are your let's let's say really short? Did you like it? Did you not? Let's start with Mark. Yeah, start with. Ooh, <laughs> good. Um, I, I started with you because I I want I said short. Yeah, I, would, <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't get into it. I just, from the moment it started, I was watching it on my computer that day, and I just could not get into it. I don't know why I couldn't get into it. I just, I was trying to think, it it wasn't that it was badly written, it wasn't that it was badly acted or anything like that, I just... We, we can we can we can go into it in a in a bit. Yeah, we can go into it in a bit. I was I was indifferent is probably the best way to put it. Interesting. All right, Steve, what do you think? Um, <clears throat> I had a lot of problems with the show actually, um, but I was suitably intrigued, so I would be very interested to see where it goes. Um, mm. So, despite my misgivings, uh, I, I do think this show did have some nice hooks, and so uh, that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I was talking to Mark about it earlier, and we were talking about various tropes in the, mm-hmm. the this type of um, series, this yep. type of thriller, drama, crime mm-hmm. type show, and you know this it, it's a show that will play on those, mm-hmm. and let we'll see if they you know flip on my stuff like. Sure. Uh, I remember Mark, you were saying that the the wife had to be this perfect woman, and she was yeah. the, the 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 new wife. I thought I thought um, it was kind of you, cliche. When there's a stepmom or whatever. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, the stepmom's kind of horrible, and I I like that they counter they yes. countered that by providing like a super nice stepmom. The kid the kid was yeah. like into hanging out with and cared about. You mm-hmm. know that was kind of nice for a change. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, we can we can we can go into the the things that you did find a little meh about the show because I liked it for and uh, and everything that I've seen I've seen of the show I've I got enwrapped in the world and all the prettiness mm-hmm. I meant the prettiness mm-hmm. no <laughs> you mean go the, for it Mark the prettiness of the world right That's prettiness like it was shot I thought it was shot really really well it, it felt very. They, they they were trying to get this like Fincher esque mm, shooting yes, out of the cinematography. Yeah. The cinematography was very much like that. And I think they, they captured it and like the writing style is also very that noir y not really noir, but that that, that high paced, high stress, high tension. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. See, yeah. 
I feel like it was trying to be high tension. I just didn't feel like it was. Yeah, I don't even know how to describe it. This is the worst review ever, by the way. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> but it's really late. It is like 11 o'clock on a Friday. Yeah, and, and I watched it pretty late. And I do get up really early. But um, yeah, it was, I don't know. I was I was expecting the, from having watched the trailer, I was expecting to get gripped a little more. Mm-hmm. And after the, it ended, I felt like, wow, I really don't care. <laughs> Mm, which interesting. Which, like, which is strange because in a way, that- like when I saw it, I was telling I was telling Steve about this. Um, like just from a parenting point of view, I was like stressed out because um, when she was kidnapped, her kid was like three. Right. And, and then uh, when she came back, he was what nine, nine or ten. Yeah. And like that—that's my kid's age right now. Like, like I can't even imagine disappearing for a number of years and then yeah, right? coming back and. Yeah, no one is going to kidnap you. But what if I get lost? How about that? That's even more that's, <laughs> realistic. What if I get, get <laughs> I trip and I fall down a like a really steep hill and I get lost <laughs> for six years? <laughs> Why is this turning into like adventures and babysitting? Of- <laughs> it's a, it's a very possible um, situation for me. But no, I I felt like it was trying really hard to make mm-hmm. me care. But I just didn't, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. That's weird. Yeah, I um, I didn't see the trailer, so I went in completely blind, and uh, so I had no expectations going in. Um, so I think that probably helped me a little bit. Um, but um, I, I, are we gonna go into the details now? I guess or yeah, okay. go into the details. Yeah. Well, I guess I can summarize it, but I can you know probably come up. Uh, the specific instances will probably come up a little bit later as we're discussing this. But I. You know, I understand that these types of shows um, are tropey, um, and uh, that's fine. Uh, I'm not saying that's mm-hmm. a bad thing, but I did find uh, a lot of the um, circumstances to be a little bit contrived, uh, so so much so that it was distracting for me because I felt all along the way that, okay, assuming we have the situation where an FBI agent um, disappears and um, – mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. This is very important. Her husband's an FBI agent as well. Um, she shows up again. <clears throat> you would not have the husband jumping in that case. Now, granted, he was called. The husband was called by the serial killer, so he had no choice, right? He was the, the point of contact, right? But after that, he should not be involved, right? I mean, that's just. And this is where it's like, okay, well is this what would actually happen in real life? Like how does real life work, you know, in comparison, but, but throughout the whole show, that, that was the thing that bugged me the most. It's just, there were a lot of these circumstances that I'm like, there's gotta be a discussion or a protocol for some of these things. And, and the main ones being that, uh, yeah, when she, when she finally woke up, um, she asked to, to see a picture of, of her son. And I'm positive that there is a protocol for people who've been out of it for a long time. You don't show them, a current photo, right? You just, you don't need to stress people out. Right. And they only did yeah. that just to cause <laughs> tension, right? Just, just to but, cause but, that. Right. But you know, special agent Nick Durand doesn't play by the rules and he only has well uh, current pictures of his kid. Well, so he's not even supposed he, to, he says, damn, damn to the, to the, to the, um, to everyone. And I'll do what I want. He's, he's already that's, not that's supposed to be means. on the case. So <laughs> he's already, he's already like, you know, failing in that respect. Um, and then mm-hmm. the other the other thing too is like and, and I called this and it's not you know I'm not calling myself clever I'm just saying again this is sloppy 
was um, when she got all those flowers when she's like living at her brother's place. Now I don't I, care. I, I, I knew that. Too. <laughs> yeah, I don't care I if if you know it's been a long time and she's recovered and it's been months. Someone who disappears for six years under these particular circumstances, they're going to be following. Like she's got to know her own protocol, let alone like the FBI's protocol in this. They're going to check every I, single piece of mail that she gets for the next ten years, right? So well, no. To, be, to be fair, I don't. I don't what? think she'll know the protocols right now. Because no. after all of the all of the stuff that's happened to her, I don't think she would have been out of that like that daze for a number of months. That's yeah, fine. But that's fine. That, but that, other people. That aside, Eric, Steve makes a really good point because if that happened in real life, there would be two FBI agents, a guy from the CIA, a couple. Uh, local Leos around, and then there mm. would probably be an NSA guy sitting in the bathroom with a machine gun because they're expecting someone to contact her. Yeah, yeah, and it just yeah, wasn't I mean, there. And like, yeah, we don't know how much time has passed, but regardless, it, until they actually know, you know, what's happened, they would be monitoring all communication. And so I was a little surprised mm. actually when she got those, <clears throat> excuse me, those flowers, and the the letter wasn't immediately obvious, you know, to be, you know, from, uh, you know, somebody who had been involved in, in her disappearance. Um, yeah. but nevertheless, I'm just like, Oh man, are you, are you seriously, you're going to touch all that stuff like that throughout the whole show. That's what all I could think of was all these like rules they were breaking. Um, having mm-hmm. said that, I still enjoyed the show for what it was, uh, because I can look past the tropes. I just, I just felt that a lot of that was a bit sloppy and it was distracting for me, but mm-hmm. I was genuinely curious. And I mean, to Eric's point, um, the situation they created with the child and, uh, as you were saying, Mark, um, the very, um, uh, uh, easy to appreciate stepmother, uh, because she wasn't, you know, immediately opposed to everything. And she was actually seemed to be like a genuine person, at least in the first episode, um, mm-hmm. that created a situation that made me want to continue on with all the other loose ends, but in particular, the relationship of, uh, her, her son and her and how that was going to proceed. So yeah, there was stuff there that, that really worked for me. Um, and I'm hoping, you know, beyond the first episode, all those mistakes are not going to continue and they're a little more professional going forward. But anyway, that's where, yeah. that's where I, that's where I landed. I, I think there's also like going on these whole, uh, this whole <laughs> idea of relationships. They also have this weird, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't know if I want to say fatherly, like relationship between her and her FBI director mm. and her husband. Like they seem to be like a really close. Like sure. he, he'd let them do things that, like you know, Skinner right. let exactly. uh, Walter and Scully do whatever they want. Right. I feel like this guy's like Skinner. Like sure. he had that Skinner-esque feel where he he did what he wanted, or he let them do what they wanted because they're with them. Sure, that's fair. Yeah if, that, yeah, if that's part of the show, then yeah, I, I can appreciate that. On the other hand, I still think you know they did kind of break a lot of rules, but yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so um, I think we we touched upon a pup, couple of characters, but I think the main ones that um, they touched upon in the first episode were uh, Emily Byrne, who is the main character who disappeared, her husband Nick Durand, um, uh, Alice, Alice Durand, Durand. his the uh, new. Uh, younger, hotter wife, uh, who's also British in real life. And if you haven't seen Crazy Head, which is a a British show that premiered a couple years ago, she was like the lead in it. It's sort of like a Buffy esque show. I know, Mark, you're you're really excited that I said that. Um, <laughs> um, Speaking of tuning have, things out, <laughs> um, who else was there? There's Jack, um, Emily's older brother, yes, who um, yeah. who was uh, 
he's a he was a former doctor or something. Yeah, he was, he was a doctor, some kind of a doctor. And then yeah, when she disappeared, kind of he he went really downhill. Yeah, he became an alcoholic, uh, but now he's clean uh, at least in the first episode from what we've seen. For a couple years. Um, there's Tony Gibbs, who's a Boston police detective, and he sort of has this contemptuous relationship with uh, Nick Durand. They sort of don't like each other, but they help each other. But, you know, they have that uh, Sam and Diane type uh, thing going for them. Will they? Won't they? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, who else was there? There was the, the FBI psychologist. Director. Oh, the psychologist. Oh, yes. Dr. Vega. Psychologist. Vega, which I thought was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Emily's dad, who I don't remember his name. Oh, uh, Warren. Warren? Yeah. Yes. Um, the uh, FBI agent. Radford. In charge. Mm-hmm. Radford, yep, and uh, Flynn, who is her son. kid, who's mm-hmm. not—he's nine years old. I'm looking this up right now as we're, as I'm talking. And then there is the the aforementioned serial killer Conrad Harlow, who was in jail. Did, did he go out of jail after after um, they found her? I, I, I wasn't clear no, about I, that. I don't know if he implied he was going to get out of jail. Yeah. Because he can't obviously okay. be in jail for murder when the person's alive, mm-hmm. and they would have to, like, legally they would have to retry him for kidnapping or something. Yeah, because uh, he can't get charged for murder twice. Right? No, no. Well, and she's alive. But it's, it's weird. It's really hard to pin he's a murder on somebody. When yeah, but they they haven't tried him for any of those because they couldn't. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure if they tried yeah. him for anything else or was it just for her? Yeah, no, it was just he for had her. A, he had a really cool um, thing that he would do to bodies. They cut, he'd cut off their eye eyelids. eyelids. eyelids yeah, yeah. yeah that, that, that was a little. That was his earmark. Uh, his, that was, yeah. his earmark. <laughs> Sorry, you don't. Know, <laughs> like an eye, <laughs> eye mark. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. that was cool. Um, yeah. Um, uh, what else should we go into about this show? Well, well, let's go back to the the tropes that Mark that you were noticing in this show. Anything that. Uh, I know oh, um, it's, yeah. it's kind of I felt like it was setting up too much like it's obviously she's going to have the like pretty much mandatory relationship thing go on with her ex-husband who's going to be torn between his original wife and his new wife I've only seen the first episode so this is a prediction that's because it's only been released in Canada, right? No one's seen any other episodes mm-hmm. in Canada. <laughs> yeah, but I, I know people in other places have seen this, and we do have a couple foreign listeners, so I'm for them. Uh-huh, I'm letting true. them know I've only seen one episode. And yeah. um, she's totally, there's going to be that love angle between those two, and they're going to drag out the does her kid like her or not like her angle. And they're going to probably throw her into weird situations because the guy who is allegedly responsible is supposed to be some super genius. I thought he did a really great job in the little bit he was in the episode, by the way. thought he acted really well. Um, yeah, he was pretty like that, yeah. I thought he did good. Yeah, yeah the, that scene where they're in that interrogation room yeah. together mm-hmm. was quite good. Yeah, that was really good. But yeah, I don't know. It just feels like they're setting up kind of cheesy predictable storylines to me i was like 
I can't get invested in this. <laughs> are there any are there any tropes like any thriller tropes that we hope that there's like any other tropes that we hope that the show doesn't go into? Steve? Oh well, um having the this this the new wife being involved somehow or a plant, you know, I hope that doesn't happen. Um Yeah, I really hope not. Either. There's no That's indication good. of that by the way. I'm just, you know, I'm just answering, you know, <clears throat> my my hope hope not um mm-hmm. hmm. i feel i know keep throwing I, like twists they're gonna want to mm-hmm. like twist it up like i wouldn't be surprised if they sort of went well maybe like her husband's the killer or yeah. or like you said See, or the new wife is the killer or or maybe she's the killer or you know like any well there was there's like, wasn't there that whole thing where she was talking to the stripper and she said that uh she saw her talking to that uh mobster mm-hmm. that, was, that was that episode right yes yeah just a couple of weeks prior they did like we don't know if she was telling the truth or not like yeah she sort yeah. of seems sketchy but like maybe she's like one of those um manchurian candidate type people where she's programmed to remember things and maybe yeah, I mean, that, that's a whole layer. really really updated episode of the dollhouse yeah but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah i like i don't know i just feel like there's all kinds of i feel like they're gonna throw too many twists in it and it's gonna be like ha ah, look we twisted you again and i don't know that's just <laughs> where i feel like it's gonna go yeah i mean you sound yeah to what mark is Sorry, saying go see the yeah the other the other trope i hope uh, or twist that they're going to probably apply, but I hope they don't overdo it is to make her suspicious of her own husband. I'm not saying that he's the murderer. I don't, I really doubt that. Um, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, he's, he's really deeply involved, but I could see them, you know, throwing up, you know, certain clues to make her suspicious of him. And she's already not too happy with the fact that he gave up the, the hunt, you know? So mm-hmm. there's, yeah, there, those types of things I, I can see them doing. I just hope they don't overdo it. That's all. I, I, I could not see them doing that. Like upon initial viewing, I never thought mm-hmm. he seems like one of those guys that just keep, would keep on going. Yeah. Yeah. But like, no, I don't suspect him that... at all. I just mean like, you know, they, they create a situation where she, you know, uh, even if only for one episode, you know, at a, at a time, you know, it doesn't doesn't trust him for some one weird reason or another, you know. Um, yeah, there's that whole. There's also that whole um, the the Boston police detective Tony Gibbs. He seems like a dirty cop, but we, like I, I don't I don't think he's going to be part of it. But he, I th- it feels like they're pushing that, especially in that first episode. Yeah, the, he was. I think he was the only character that I didn't really know what to think because he was uh, used so. Uh, so little, so I, I don't really have an opinion on him at this point uh, because he just mm. kind of showed up at the end. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on the FBI director? I know we were talking about how he had a special relationship with the two agents, but um, what do you feel about him? Point. He has he has this look and this voice that makes me feel a little bit uneasy about him. I don't know if that seems like stereotypical or like I'm profiling him, but that's what he looks like. He looks like a mobster. Yeah, he had a he had a bit of a rough gravitas about him, but I don't know. I didn't. My initial opinion wasn't that he uh, was any was suspicious or anything like that. Uh, not not for me anyway. I I remember. I don't know if you remember this, Steve, but at the end of our screening, I was like, "There's something wrong with that uh, psychologist." Yeah, he's gonna be the killer. You know, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm calling it now. He's gonna be the killer, and I'm gonna be right. <laughs> Psychologists are always easy 
targets in these types of shows because of their you know ability to understand or possibly manipulate people's psyches right uh i don't know uh yeah i i wouldn't be opposed to him turning out to be involved i mean he seemed a little bit uh maybe a little too sort of on the level (laughs) hard to say what about what about you mark what do you think what do you think about that uh that theory it's all about the psychologists it's entirely plausible I I think it, one of the things it, they're going to do is they're going to play the you never know card mm-hmm. constantly. Yeah. So like every episode with maybe the exception of the kid everybody because I mean the Jeez. kid, was three, the kid is the killer. He, the kid was three or whatever. He, he was or very smart for three years. When old. it all went down. So I feel like I feel like <laughs> they're going to set it up in a way that it's going to bounce around and you're going to be suspicious of pretty much everyone at some point in time. I don't know. I just, that's the way I see it going. They're going to that, cast that seems to be the, on everyone. That seems to be the, the nature of the beast in this type of show though. Well, that, um, that's exactly the trope. And I don't know. I think it might be more fun to actually have like a cunning villain that actually is a villain for once. Yeah, maybe. No. We we never know. He, Conrad Harlow might become the whole like that uh jigsaw type character. Especially with that first shot in the with the water room. Right. It looked very saw like. Mm-hmm. So, so who knows? He might he might end up playing with all of them. That'd be really neat. Maybe he makes them go after each other or whatnot. Maybe. Who knows? Um I did want to uh, sort of uh, uh agree with something you said earlier, Eric. Um uh, one of the things that did impress me, though, was the look. Uh, I did think they had a really good handle on the look, and that did contribute to the feelings of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked um, some, you know, the little details, uh, like they had that sort of whole movie footage, you know, from years back, you know, and, and, yeah. and the dog as a puppy, you know, and, and Flynn as a baby. Th- those sorts of things are, I think, well uh, well put together. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's, I just wanted to just, yeah, reemphasize that. Yeah, it, it really um, it hits a little bit home uh, more home when you feel like hey, it's a home movie that I could have and like the dog coming back and actually remembering her mm-hmm. like so you know that there's something not super sketchy. It was like uh, that was that, I know a lot of people there like we were talking to a bunch of other uh, social media influencers and they're like, yeah, the dog, man, <laughs> <laughs> the, the dog is a you got to put it in there. It tugs on the heartstrings. Um, whereas I was sitting there, I was like, uh, childhood, childhoods, children. <laughs> uh, yeah, just sitting there as a parent, like it's a, it was a different thing. Like we could, we should, we should totally talk about that. Like, like, do you ever like? For me, watching this show, I took, uh, I took it as a whole different spin because I watched it at, as a parent, which I don't normally do um, as a kid. But like seeing, <laughs> seeing those uh, home movies and then seeing the kid like totally act totally appropriate like not knowing his actual mom like it didn't seem contrived there yes. like it felt real which was you know nice i nice and heartbreaking at the same time as a parent you know how do you guys feel about that relationship the the kid who doesn't really know his mom and can't really open up to her it, it's gonna sound bad but i didn't care <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like you I love, heartless bastard <laughs> I, I well it just seemed forced and wooden to me and i was like i don't know i don't know i, 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 don't just, 
again, another thing I couldn't get into, and I didn't buy it, and it was just, I don't know. It sounds like it sounds like you enjoyed a, a show about a magical floating unicorn more than you did this show. No, no, I was just joking. This one was completely neutral. The other one was, <laughs> didn't quite achieve neutral. <laughs> and it's actually last Jediing me right now because the more I think about it, the less I like it. Ooh, I, I like Which the is fun. Did, last Jediing, yeah. Did you did did you end up watching any more of Happy? No, I haven't seen another episode of it yet. Me neither. I, I just can't get myself to watch more. I was actually I was actually wondering the other day. I'm like, yeah, more episodes would have come out. I should I should. And then I forgot about it. I was just. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think about it, and I'm like, yeah, I should, I should, but you know, I'm saving myself for Star Wars Rebels that comes out at the end of next month. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, Let's be prepared. I really um, need to get my daughter watching those. I got to catch up. I'll give them to you. Oh, I, I own them. We're still on season two. I just, I don't watch them without her, and right now she's in a My Little Pony phase, so that's fair. I'm, I'm a little. It's poor. wonderful. <laughs> I, I'm a little more rarity uh, and Twilight Sparkle than I am Harris Indela and Kanan. So that, that's fair. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying, Steve? Uh, getting back to uh, Absentia. Uh, yeah, see, I, the tropes that I mentioned uh, in the the sort of the sloppiness, in my opinion, of of some of the attention to detail, the of the situation as uh, crazy as they create in the show. Uh, all that being said. Uh, I, I was okay with the the child plotline mainly because I I did I was moved to believe that the stepmother uh, was not uh, involved and she she seemed to have reactions like you know a person who is suddenly you know caught in this weird triangle um, and um, the son's reaction I thought was was well played I mean I I, I thought I, that I thought so too. yeah I thought there was a certain realism to it which is what made it um, so painful um, because uh, you know it, it, it's such a, such a tricky situation um, and he's only known the parents that he's known and uh, and yeah he's got to have you know a very complicated uh, reality of, of dealing with a mother that is now alive you know like it's it's just it's just it begs a lot of questions and i felt that his his very you know well what mark said sort of wooden response um was actually a very realistic response and so you know on that level i thought that that one one plot line really was quite effective for me i think um more so that like he had like he was saying that his parents never fought and Mm -hmm. he had just heard them fighting for pretty much well i don't want to say the first time but probably a big fight that he had never heard before yeah um just before she came over so he knew that his real mom or his yeah, i guess i'll say his real mom was the cause of it and mm-hmm. it, it it distanced him even more like it probably it was probably already an awkward situation for him yeah. but having that fight happen probably pushed him way further back yeah yeah, yeah it was a good it was a good detail uh, of, of how that all came about mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah, um, let's see. Where else uh, can we go with this uh, this TV show? Is there anything you guys want to bring up on the show so far? As I look up some things on the Wikipedia, I don't huh? think so. <laughs> yeah, no, I kind of said everything I wanted. Yeah, I mean, like basically, yeah, there were things that bugged me, but I I was still curious, you know, by the end. So I I do think with this show, I will give it another episode. Like I'll be more likely to go back to it than I would with Happy. <laughs> because I do have this 
kind of feeling like I should have been more into it than I was, and I don't really get why I wasn't. It's not maybe maybe you should watch it earlier in the day. <laughs> yeah, right in the not, middle, not, not, right not in the middle time, of work. I'm sure my bosses will love that. Uh, I'm not saying that I do it at work, but you could. <laughs> I have a very big screen, and I can minimize videos. <laughs> yeah, the, well, it you know that this show is going to be... I feel like this was the first episode was, while a little bit slow, I, I didn't think it was that slow, but I, I could see how people could see it as slow. I feel like it's going to ramp up pretty fast. There's only 10 episodes mm-hmm. in this season. Yes. Or I don't know if this is a mini series or a, se- uh, a series. Yeah. Um, so you know that it's going to ramp up each episode. Like things are going to have to happen. And um, yeah, is, is there anything you want to see? Like we talked about things we don't want to see, but is there anything you would like to see happen? Moving forward, um, I would hope that because uh, the situation that they've created in the first episode, all it really did was it, it caught us up on the current events and it introduced us to all the main characters. But we still don't really know much about anybody at this point. So mm-hmm. what I'm hoping is that the the return of her serves some purpose that uh, you know will reveal uh, more about what she was involved with. And I, I'm, I'm positive that this is something that's going to happen. Um, but that, uh, yeah, that, that as the show proceeds, we're going to discover that, that she is probably connected to some not so great things. Um, and she's black widow. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, 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 yeah, that there's possibly, maybe she's a double agent or maybe there's like other things that, you know, that will, um, complicate, uh, our, um, backing her as, as, as an audience. Um, that I think would be interesting. Because she comes into the show as, as such a victim, and mm-hmm. to see that if if they were able to twist that around midway through and then back, that would be, uh, I think that would be interesting to see. I think that would be yep. crucial to see. I think yes. I really think they have to avoid kind of standard tropiness, and I think they have to avoid the lure of trying to twist you for no reason. You know what I mean? Those like yes. pointless twists. They need to really avoid that Mm -hmm. because that'll sink everybody very quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the characters, like, they they need some growth, obviously, but Mm -hmm. they were all acted pretty well. Like, I can't really say anything was badly written or anything was badly acted. It was all, everybody did a pretty solid job, but it was just, I don't know, I was hoping for more after the trailer, and we'll see. Yeah, I'm Mm -hmm. glad I didn't see this trailer. (laughs) I I thought it was... I'll have to check that out. I, I was I was fine with it, <laughs> but I've, I've see where I'm. What I'm really hoping for is that we get an explanation of what happened in those six years. Like you oh, know, sure, yes. especially the with the that one stripper saying that she saw him doing stuff with that mob guy. Like I hope it's not one of those things where we find out that she is maybe brainwashed at the end of the season, and then subsequent seasons we find out like the years what she did in each year after she was brainwashed i hope we don't get that 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 would really bug me mm, right oh it would also drive me crazy if they did it was all just a dream and the situation is actually this because that is the most bs thing you can ever do in any show what do, what do you mean sorry like go, if, go more on that if 
she sort of was imagining well she doesn't remember the past six years or whatever but if they kind of mm-hmm. i don't know they made it some sort of like mental disorder thing or something like i don't know it would be kind of like I would, oh, I would so, rather there's like a legit villain and it's not just some like, like psychological like, yeah. issue or something. Like, like she's actually in a mental institution. Yeah, it's all not like actually that. happening. Be like, okay, they made Lost. I don't need more Lost. Let's do something else. Wasn't that a DS9 episode? That was entirely DS9. possible. That was definitely a Buffy episode. Yeah. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why I said that. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a good episode. I should show it to you. <laughs> I know you'll I, love I it. I thought you wanted to stay friends, Eric. <laughs> I guess. Hey, hey. You gotta love the Buffy. Oh, speaking of Buffy, did you see that Guelph has its own like Comic Con type thing, and they're getting two stars from Buffy, the guy who played Xander and the guy who, and the girl who played Cordelia. Wow. For like an event. Wow. And they're doing this like special meet and greet that's only open for fifty people, so you have to buy tickets now. And do, so you can go and meet these two people for like an hour or whatnot. I presume you've got or, four tickets already, Eric. No, because it's $150. I'm not going to pay $150 <laughs> to meet Xander and Cordelia. Like, no, that's cool. Like, if it was Sarah Michelle Geller, I'd be like, mm, maybe $30. <laughs> but <laughs> 60 I guess. Like, I like a star of Scooby Doo, no. you would pay only $30. Oh, my God. Uh, I paid I paid like thirty something bucks to meet Felicia Day, and I'm way I'd be way more excited oh, to meet Felicia Day again. I would than, meet uh, Felicia Day over Sarah Michelle Gellar any day. Yeah, me too. Right? Star, She's wonderful. Felicia Day. Grudge. Think, Wait, what? Trying to think what else Sarah Michelle Gellar's been in. Wasn't she oh, in like, I was like, wasn't she in one I of like, <laughs> um, she in Scream or one of those like horror things? She was in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Uh, was she? Yeah. No, no, wait, no. That was, uh, that was Jennifer uh, Love Hewitt, dude. That was Jennifer Love she Hewitt. Was all, yeah. They were both in it. Were they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was the other one. Gee, that's how much I preferred Jennifer Love Hewitt. I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't Michelle remember Kelly being in it. <laughs> so Sir Michelle, Michelle Geller was the prom queen in that. Um, in oh, okay. That, yeah. Oh, she was in that one with. Um, where she's like in love with her brother or whatever. Uh, cruel intentions. Oh, cruel, cruel intentions. intentions. Yeah, yeah. The the drippy kiss. That was that was <laughs> that was just a bizarre little little film. Oh well, here's one. She's the seventh sister in Star Wars Rebels. I did yes, not yes, she, know that. Yeah, and her husband plays Kanan. Oh, well, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So Freddie Prince Jr. is Kanan. That's his name. I sure remember his name, Freddie Prince Jr. Yes, he does play Kanan. Yeah, so Absentia. Are you gonna let's let's go with? Are you gonna watch more of it? Uh, yes, I am interested to see uh, more. At least uh, at least a couple more episodes. Steve is a yes. What about Mark? Mark will watch at least the next episode, but it might be Fisher Cut bait for me after that. I feel like this is one of those shows that you'd want to like. If I had all the episodes, I just like watch them all. Just get it all. Yeah, I, this doesn't... I wish it was on Amazon Prime or something here because I think it's one of those kind of fast-paced things. A bit like a Dan Brown book where if you start <laughs> reading it, just read the whole thing in like a, a four-hour sit and ignore the planet and finish the book. Like Just like pound through it. Yeah. I think that's probably the way you would have to watch it. And then yeah. again, like go outside and have a beer and walk around and hug hug your your kid (laughs) don't go swimming for a bit (laughs) 
That's what I would do after I've sucked I, you. I tend, not, um, I tend not to swim in closed-off tanks most of the time. Yeah, it, it seems yeah. like, oh, man, that, that <laughs> sequence when she was in there, I was like, I'd be dead if I was that actor. Like, if I was yeah, an actor in that tub, job. Yeah. I'd be dead by that. Because that, that felt like forever. Yeah. Oh, Lord. It had to be at least 45, 50 seconds, so most people would have been dead in that. Mm-hmm. Regardless of acting yeah. or not, that was a long time to be in a tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I feel like she had been uh, doing that for a number of years. To see, maybe she is a, a super spy. Like she knows how to hold her breath uh, for a long time mm-hmm. underneath knows? water. Maybe we'll find out. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that would be season two in I really hope she's not Black Widow, like that kind of uh, secret agent, like double agent, like she doesn't know. And yeah, don't they do they do that on the Americans? Not really, but sort of. Yeah. <sighs> well, I think it all depends on what it is that she actually knows, or what it is that she was actually trying to find out, um, and and led for her to be put into this extraordinary situation. All right. Well, um, maybe we should uh, throw this out to our listeners. What are you hoping to? get out of this uh, awesome new TV show called Absentia starring Santa Caddick and uh, playing on Showcase every Sunday night at 9pm. <laughs> um, why don't you send us an email podcast at geekswithkids.ca or you can go to our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash geekswithkidspodcast or you could even tweet at us at um, twitter.com slash <laughs> With kids, <laughs> CN. I was like, I was trying to remember what it is. You're normally and I've been... so good on those okay, things. Like, it's not coming tonight. Yeah, we're gonna have to re-record I, that. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 it's all good. Uh, yeah, join us on Twitter. We're Geeks with Kids CN. I've actually been tweeting uh, like the past week. I've I've gotten I've gotten into a groove of tweeting stuff and Facebooking stuff. Yeah, I even I even uh, opened up our our merch. Uh, store with one design in it right now so if you want to get a mug or a notebook or i i think there's like um there's sheets and stuff with our logo on it you, you can go to our website at www.geekswithkids.ca and go to the store at the top and buy stuff from us there is good odds that i am going to buy a hoodie from us i'm thinking um I'm actually I'm I'm gonna put up some other designs by the end of the weekend. They're probably gonna be at least three or four different ones. Nice. And I think they look cute. Um, at least one of them I think is really funny, and uh, and another one that I think I'll tell tell you guys about after I hit stop on this recording. Perfect, because we got all even. <laughs> and if you guys and, and and if anyone has ideas for merch, you can also email us at that thing that I said earlier. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but anyway, uh, thank you, Mark. Thank you, Steve, for coming back on. You're welcome. Always a and, pleasure. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm Eric. I'm, I'm Mark. Geeks with Kids. I'm Steve. Yeah. Thank you very much. Have a good day and bye. <laughs> I, I screwed up that ending. I don't know if you saw that. I, 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 I,